Welcome back to Sports Call here on Tiger 95.9. Ryan Lavoy, Brant Daughtry, Brooks Childress with you here. And we're very pleased now to go to the Auburn Bank phone line and welcome in the head baseball coach of Auburn University, Butch Thompson. Coach Thompson, War Eagle, the season is finally here. I know we're all excited. We uh, saw opening weekend and just very excited to have baseball on the plains. And thank you for taking the time to join us today. War Eagle, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's baseball season, so we're, we've got a group of group of fans, group of players, uh, that are pretty excited and coach this is your eighth season at Auburn take me back uh, as we just had opening day take me back to your first opening day versus your eighth opening day and just how things have changed for you and just what comes to mind when you think about starting your eighth opening day at Auburn well I'm thankful number one right uh, just the uh, opportunity of a lifetime and to get to serve a program and be a steward of a program at a place like Auburn University is pretty pretty special to not do it all the time, but reflect on a little bit here and there um, to keep you going. And I think we've grown since we started. Um, you know, I remember Sacramento State was an opening day um, eight years ago, and then uh, to see how the how we've grown, the program's grown, the interest has grown. Um, you know, with our fans, uh, with our players. Now a couple of trips to, to Omaha. There's still some goals out there. That hosting that regional last year was another goal. Um, three sellouts in a row and having uh, sellouts in February is is pretty neat. And then seeing the, you know, our leadership uh, led by Chris Roberts, our board of trustees, uh, heading into this next building phase of Plainsman Park. Um, it's a pretty exciting time. A lot of things are coming on board. Um, we've been working for years to get this Frank Thomas statue um, to take place. And, you know, a day weekend in April. All this stuff is going to to come into full full force, and having Frank here in that weekend, having Texas A and M and a day football game and Frank Thomas statue. It's just uh, there hadn't been a better time for us. And uh, at the same time, as a coach and as players, we have a season to play. And when you start playing Indiana and Southern Cal, the all-time winningest program, basically, with 12 national championships. You start bringing people like that to Plainsman Park, even though it's unexpected, it's a, it's a big, big deal. And, Coach, we will, we will look at some big-picture things, but I did want to ask you about that USC series because, obviously, as we know, that it has moved to Plainsman Park with the, the weather going on out in California. And, the, as you mentioned, this is a very historic USC program. Uh, I, I, I get the sense that it is, also, it is very exciting to bring them now to Auburn, but also uh, is there some sort of disappointment for not getting to go make that cross-country trip and see what your team is like in a road environment way away from Plainsman Park? Well, it'll happen playing in the <laughs> in the Southeastern Conference, uh, so it'll be delayed. But yeah, I think about student athletes, right? We recruit with this stuff. We played in Arlington last year in the Texas Rangers ballpark to open up Southern Cal. These next few years will be, you know, we'll be taking a trip to Jacksonville next year, and maybe Vegas, and then back to Arlington. So we we take these trips to get a team on the road before conference play. Uh, I think our guys were excited about going to Los Angeles, but at the end of the day, I think we were all pretty convicted you know um uh, auburn southern cal that no games will be played um i know every series that i can think of on the west coast is is made a shift um so southern cal comes here i, I think alabama was going to uh, pepperdine that series has been canceled and both teams are finding new opponents so we're very fortunate and i give so much credit to 
our administration, our travel people, you behind the work behind the scenes on Tuesday to to shut down all of our travel plans because we were supposed to leave you know this Thursday morning and to get Southern Cal. They're already in Auburn now. Um, uh, for for people to make that happen over the course of like six to eight hours and, and get them to fly this way, uh, everybody worked really hard. But you know, it think, seemed like the right thing to do when there were there was very low possibility of playing any games. Um, and if you looked at our forecast, I'm thinking it's like 77 and low of 60 for three days. It's going to be kind of the Chamber of Commerce type weather. So. At the end of the day, it seemed like a no-brainer, and Southern Cal wants to play. We want to play, and our people did an amazing job of creating a path for that to happen. I'm I'm so impressed. Coach, talk a little bit more about the expansions coming into Plainsman Park. You, you've got uh, all these new seats coming in. What does that do for a program? What does that do as a recruiting tool, and how does that signal to you going forward? Yeah, it shows the support, and I think it's coming at the right time because this alignment of all the – the interest from our fans, everything is happening at one time. So um, I, I like that it's aligned properly and coming online at the right time, uh, meaning we're getting all this growth. We are showing a need uh, that we want to expand, that we should expand. So I love the timing of that. Recruiting is a drive-by. So when a 15-year-old that we can't sit down and meet with in the office, when they take a ride on, on Sanford and get on Donahue, there's going to be a drive-by, a wow factor. Uh, that's huge uh, for them to get their first uh, taste of Auburn. Uh, you know, we haven't set idle for these first seven years. Uh, you know, we put in the batting cages. Uh, I, I think of the weight room that's on site now uh, that's amazing uh, for our players to get to work in uh, every day. Our surface is second to none in our league, uh, so we did put in a surface. The scoreboard is very interactive, I believe. Uh, the outfield padded wall, all the seats. Uh, the LED lights. So we've been doing enhancements from the inside out, and this big project uh, signatures maybe getting back in line with our peers of what we're offering our fans. And so you've had the chair back option, and you go to Atlanta to a Braves game, and you've got like 19 different seating options depending on your appetite, desire, and what you're willing to spend. We're going to create different opportunities here of, of a club-level space, um, above the batting cages, above the monster. We just always thought Plainsman Park was supposed to have some type of seating or a viewing ability above that, that green wall. Uh, it's going to make it unique, one of a kind, and uh, only enhance what we're doing. But um, uh, the revenue piece uh, is it, going to help us be more than just season tickets. And we're going to offer our fans, just like we do in a lot of our other sports, some opportunities to – to get a different intake, uh, get with your crew, um, provide something at a, at a higher level of connection. And um, and then finally, you know, we started last year with putting a hole in the right center field wall. That engagement with our students has worked organically. It's going to another level. Now we have food trucks and uh, some different things for our students out there. Um, and so we did a head start on that last year. It worked marvelous. Um, so we want, we have great hospitality here at Auburn. Um, uh, this is a great venue to play in. Our real estate proposition on this campus is extraordinary where Plainsman Park's located. Uh, but this last piece that I would mention is, man, we got to make it hard. we got to make it an environment, an SEC environment, like when you go to these other places. I think those seats on the monster, the, the growth of the students has been electric. Um, 
and, and some of these spaces are going to probably trap sound, but get our, our, our people on top of uh, our opponents and create a, a better experience, if you will, because you'll have the, the roof going all the way down to the end. Um, I, I think it's going to trap some sound and get people, because our park's already close. There's not a lot of foul territory. Everybody's already on top of everything, but getting some more people in the ballpark's going to create that environment we were after as well. Coach, you talked about getting tested here when we get to SEC play in a few weeks. And one of the big things about getting tested is you got to have your pitching staff strong. And you know a lot about the, the getting the pitching staff into a good position. What does it mean to get through your first four games of the season 16 different pitchers game action on the mound? Yeah, uh, and that'll be cut in half, right? So it, we, it usually takes about seven or eight pitchers once you fix, fix, find the rhythm, once everybody gets up to pitch count. Uh, that'll start trimming. So we're, we're evaluating constantly. You know, four games, if we were 4-0, and it's not going to tell you that it's a great team. If we're 0-4, <laughs> that's not going to define everything. So we do have to play. I know a, a fan and a coach, even I wear it every day because you expect to win or trying to find a way to win every time you get on the field. We're going to have to play for a while to get to our best team. I, I think about the Tuesday game we just had in Huntsville where we played you know, four different starters got their first start positionally because we, we definitely got more pitchers on the mound, but we didn't see as much positionally. We did that Tuesday, and, you know, we only played seven innings, but we didn't make an error. Uh, we only struck out three times. We didn't walk a batter, and I don't I don't care who you're playing. Um, I want every game to feel like the World Series or every game to feel like an SEC game. There's no Tuesday game or, or any other day of the week. There's only one game we're trying to play, and, we're really trying to get in the process of playing the game. So we got to take these 16 pitchers who can shove it in the strike zone the most and who can survive the most and probably getting that number down to about eight pitchers once we get in pitch count. And we got a lot of work to do these next few weeks to figure out what's our best lineup. Um, I'm trying to make it a positive. Uh, enough guys held up and getting a look of four new guys on Tuesday that you know, we got a lot of guys to sift through to kind of see who is going to, to hold up. So I don't make – I don't see it as a negative when you put four guys in a lineup and they look good as well. That's uh, pretty nice to know that you have a little more depth maybe than what we've had the past couple of years. It's just finding that front-line group of, of nine, maybe not the best nine, but the nine best that's going to create the most offense and consistency. And then, Coach, uh, want to target one specific pitcher. I know preseason you talked about easing Joseph Gonzalez back into that starting role. You got the Saturday start this past weekend against Indiana, went five innings, looked good. What were your thoughts about his first start of the season? Just just crazy efficient. You know, he had 12 ground ball outs on the infield. I think we called 11 of them and recorded an out. Um he really got his defense engaged. He didn't overpitch. We probably didn't see some sliders and trying to go for – swing and miss and put away when he got up in the count. I think he just had a sinker ball working. Uh, when I went back and watched it that night, I didn't. I respected it more. The, the level of precision, uh, the level of command was even higher than I thought I witnessed during the ball game. So uh, he, got a, he got his sinker set, and that's what sinker ball guys do. And you hopefully they can set it for long periods of time. You know, there's nothing the worst pitch in baseball is a sinker that's not set. Uh, but he had his stuff set. It was healthy. It was 42 pitches in five innings, which is incredible for an amateur pitcher, especially at our level. Um, he's just, you know, everything's great. He's just behind the workload. That was his second time seeing hitters. So um, I just I want him to continue to be that efficient. He only threw eight balls in the contest. 
uh, just filled up the strike zone, got our defense engaged. Uh, really, he laid some tracks and laid an example for all of our new guys and really everybody to, to chase is, is what he did last Saturday. Talking to head coach Butch Thompson here on this edition of Sports Call. Coach, when we look at that lineup this weekend as, as – or this past weekend, excuse me, while Auburn got going, uh, you had as many as six seniors in the lineup uh, throughout the weekend. Uh, a lot of veterans for this Auburn team. Talk about some of your veterans. I know a couple of them, like Bryson Ware, off the off the hot starts. But just the veteran leadership that you have, and, and a lineup that, while it lost a couple of key players last year, there's still a lot of talent and a lot of experience. Yeah, I, I agree. We 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 lost. Uh couple of special players, especially positionally and defensively and at the plate. You know, you start going Sonny and co-SEC player of the year. Uh, Blake Rambush was a catalyst in that leadoff. You've seen us try to put maybe our, arguably our best guy in that spot, and Bobby Pierce has done that for these first four games. I, I, I think I do believe in our leadership of this group. So we're not just going to replace Sonny and Blake. It's going to have to be as a unit to, to do that. Those were really good players, but – I love our three captains this year that were voted on by our players, uh, Bobby Pierce, Kaysen Howell in center field, Nate LaRue behind the plate. Those three guys, uh, you know, I go to them for, to give me the pulse of the team, the advice, uh, how do you feel about this? They're, they're part of, uh, you know, they're a close-knit part of the group and they're good baseball players too. I think uh, especially look defensively, I, I, I believe LaRue and Howell, I wouldn't trade anybody else defensively in our league. I would take those two guys at those two positions. So that's how much I think about them, what they do defensively for us. Uh, Bobby Pierce can really help us on both sides of the ball. I think he can – I just want him to have a monster year. I think he's worked hard for it. He has the confidence for it. I think he has the skill to be able to produce. And uh, But we have great leadership there. Cole Foster has been in our program. He's the third shortstop in a row to – play a year a second then move over to short just like Brody Moore did and Ryan Bliss before him uh, Bryson Ware is just so athletic a player like him if he can continue um, to do what he's done these first four games and multiply that and be a huge part of what we're doing there's not a more athletic player in our program he had a 453 foot home run the other night after trying to get a bunt down on the OO count and getting on by a bunt I think the bat before um and just continue to get more comfortable back at third base after coming from the outfield. I think that's huge. And we have a veteran in right field, even though he's new so far, uh, and Justin Kirby, who was a, a Kent State grad transfer, um, hit two home runs opening weekend against Indiana. Um, looks like we're still spending a little time trying to figure out first and second base. But, you know, for the most part, we hope these pieces hold up that I just mentioned. And uh, it, it is nice to have some older players that know what they're doing and can – can bring some guys along and we'll probably need a few more weeks on the musical chairs of maybe first second and then you know the dh position is being held down by ike irish as a freshman and through first four games he looks the part he was the co-freshman player of the week i think in the southeastern conference and he's just look he can evaluate pitches and just swing in the back great to start off the season that's our that's our young dynamic player that's in the lineup uh, uh these first four games He's head coach Butch Thompson of the Auburn baseball program here today on Sports Call. Coach, we appreciate the time greatly. We wish you the best of luck uh, throughout the season. And uh, we, again, appreciate the time today, War Eagle. War Eagle. That is Coach Butch Thompson joining us today on Sports Call.